At this time, shred all of your identifying information as the most powerful men in Canada discuss top tech. This week, domain names. So, I've got a question for both of you actually today. Sure. What's your email address, Beach? Uh, <laughs> actually, wait, do we want to get that out on air? It, it was going to be something at gmail.com. That's fine. I'm not going to give my real email address out to people. Johnny, I have, I have about five email addresses, and yes, I do have an at gmail.com. And... Oh, wait, wait, hang on. My email address is bookings at synaptic-chaos.com. There, I don't mind that one getting out. Interesting that you mentioned that, Beach. So uh, you got bookings at synaptic-chaos.com when you uh, got hired as the booking agent, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I assume, Johnny, that the majority of your email addresses are also work provided or? Yeah, well, my film festival, I have an address for a domain that I've registered, but the other ones are ones that I've provided from other workplaces that I've got from. And then I've got two personal ones as well that I've registered with email providers online. Well, it's pretty easy to guess what mine is. <laughs> Any looking around for Ian Horner, you're going to find iHorner at tiltyhouse.com. Yeah, and Tilty House is your, you own that. Exactly. There's a long story that I'm not going to get into on air about where it came from, but I own Tilty House, and I own all the websites that, that are associated with it. I own the email address. It's mine. The thing is, I have a Gmail account. I actually have several Gmail accounts, but let's be clear. I have a gmail.com account. I have an email address that ends in gmail.com. I have a ualberta.net email address. I have the Synaptic Chaos uh, I have that bookings one that points to me, but I also have another one that's just mine at snaptochaos.com. And then I also have one for the place that I'm working now at the public library here in town. I don't really see a need for me to own a domain. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why, why I would even be interested in the first place. I'm getting my email just fine. I don't really have a website that I want to deal with. Like I don't really want to set up a website. And I think that probably a lot of our audience, this is probably something that they're feeling the same way too. We're talking about domain names. Well, why is that so important? Why are we bringing up the fact that you own your own, Ian? Well, let's start off here just in case the audience doesn't know what the hell we're talking about with domain names. Probably a better idea, yeah. In the basest essence, it's that thing that comes between www and .com. And you can have different things in the end, .net, .org, .ca, .biz, .cc, etc., etc. I, I don't know if there's a .etc, but we really should petition for that because that would be awesome. So cool. <laughs> so that's your domain. And generally, you can buy these things for anywhere between seven and hundreds of, of dollars depending on what sort of word you want to go in between there and what you want. Is that like a one-time thing? It's uh, per year. If you pay for something that's like 7 to $10, that's per year. If you have to pay more for the domain because someone owns it already and they're charging a premium for it, you'll pay a one-time fee for that and then you'll pay a, a smaller 10 around ten dollars a year to, to to keep it exactly Fair enough. there is a cost i think the best example as to why this is kind of important when's the last time you guys moved yeah i moved three years ago and then i moved five months before that and then nine months before that and then 18 months before that i'm i've moved a lot in the 30 years i've lived i've moved probably 10 times mm -hmm. i've been in the same place for years don't be creepy <laughs> This is something I tell people with email addresses that I'm helping with stuff all the time. Get off your... Telus.net or shot.ca. Whoever your internet provider network is. For, for a couple of reasons. One that is the most obvious to me is that 
when you're moving, sometimes that internet provider not, might not be available in that different area. And another is that even if you don't move and you decide another provider is giving a deal that's better than what you've currently got with your current internet provider, you have this artificial barrier to switching to them because you've got this email address that you've had for years and everyone knows it and you don't want to have to everyone to have to update their address book. The sooner you can make a break from one of those addresses to something that you can keep permanently with you forever that isn't controlled by anyone else, the better. Yeah, and in fact, I, I have a Telus.net address as well. I completely forgot about that because I, I'm with Telus. I've been with Telus for a while. I keep re-registering it. Like as I keep moving from place to place, I just keep ensuring that it's up. There's no point in me keeping that anymore. All my email, even my UAlberta account, I just forward that onto my Gmail account now. And Gmail, for most people, when they hear, you know, you should get off your internet service provider's email address, Gmail seems to be the, uh, the thing to do. Well, not so long ago, it used to be Hotmail was the thing to do for that. And, and then Rocket Mail or Yahoo. Oh, God, I've had connect.ab.ca email address. I've gone through a provider called Fastmail. Oh, yeah, I had a Fastmail. I've still got my Rocket Mail account. But what happened is when I decided to, way back in, oh, 2000, decided to grab the Tilty House domain name and associate my email to it. And that means that as long as I keep a copy of all my email messages on my computer, you know, refer back to the backup episode, mm-hmm. I can swap email providers from Gmail to Hotmail to Rocketmail to whatever and just keep my email address pointing at whatever system I want to use. So you can just print thousands of business cards with your one email on it. Exactly. I mean, I'm looking to move in the next year and I'm going to have to print off new business cards because I'm going to have a new cell phone number because of a new area code. Well, it's funny because the cell phone's kind of the same thing in, in terms of this domain name thing. It's a phone that can follow you around much more than a landline could. And so is that how we should also think of then having a domain name for ourselves? Is that it's a presence on the internet that can follow us around? You pretty much hit the nail on the head. Okay. I mean, it starts with the email address, obviously, because that's the easiest one to think about. But it can extend from there because then then you you have a universal pointer directly to where you want to send people. Be it a web page, you can set up a web page with your domain name, and then you can do subdomains. I have so many blogs that are subdomains <laughs> of tiltyhouse.com. The website for our show, Top Tech. Toptech.tiltyhouse.com. Like, if I went out and got beach.com, which I can't because somebody else owns it. Oh, and actually, that's a good point. Beach.com is taken. Uh, and I'd love to have that. I think I went looking for beach.ca, and I'm pretty sure that was taken at the time, too. And having to chase down all the different top-level domains, like the .com, .net, .org, like having to go through all of those and figure oh. out, okay, should I have one of these or not? I keep coming up with it saying that, oh, well, you can't have your preferred name. Would you like me to buy beach.co for you? <laughs> sure. That would be wonderful. Beachco. Beachco. <laughs> I've actually owned a bunch of domain names and that I've let lapse, some of which I am very saddened by. I had stufftouchers.com. <laughs> ah! I had who'syourdaddy.com. Oh, really? I've had some good ones. Uh, I had a project that I ran for several years called The Project. <laughs> and that was the website, theproject.net. And I had that for years. Wow. And I've let most of my domain names lapse now. But I like this idea of a central domain that you could connect to other projects or you know, work-related stuff or home-related stuff and that you always have a way on the internet of people finding out 
ways to connect to what you're doing. Social media is going to come and go. You know, Facebook looks like it's here to stay, but so did MySpace. And Eventually, the- those are going to disappear. You should own your name on the internet and have control over it and not have someone else have control of it. Deary.com is still available. It's a landing page for Hover.com. Even if I don't set up a blog for that, even if I just have a thing set up that it's like, I'm just going to point my email to beach at Deary.com or, or even just Brendan at Deary.com, I could do the same thing for the rest of people in my family too, couldn't I? Yes, you could. I could have, like my dad could have a, a Deary.com address and my mom could, my wife could. And they um, could all be using Gmail. And it yeah, just looks like they're connected up to a site called Deary.com. But once you own that Deary.com, everything that goes in front of that is free. Yeah. yeah. You pay that $10 a year to own the domain, but that doesn't provide you a website. You still have to get that set up. But just about any kind of company or you know, nonprofit or group or something you set up yourself to host some web space or an email server or whatever – you can connect that to your domain name. But this might be why this is interesting to you because your family name might be uh, somewhat unique. It might not be just Smith. You know, it could be like in my case, mine's available. And that's something that from a perspective of like doing family reunions and genealogy and all that kind of stuff, if you're one of these people who likes to have a connection back to your family, kind of a more future looking way to maintain connection to other people in your family, other people who share the same last name as you that you can all have email addresses that all come from the same place. And not just email addresses. You were talking about uh, websites, Johnny. There are a lot of options for free websites out there that allow you to associate your domain name with them for no extra cost. No kidding. Tumblr. Really? Tumblr does. Holy crap, I had no idea. You go ahead, you register your domain name. Yep. You go to Tumblr, you set up a blog and say, I'm going to point my Tumblr blog at this domain address you set up on your domain host. Do I have to do it with that voice? (laughs) Yes, you do. Okay, just checking. I'm making notes. And suddenly you could have your blog at beige.deary.com and your wife could have it at (laughs) (laughs) wife.beige.com. No, I like wife.deary.com. I like that. There's usefulness there. And even if people in our audience are are not really thinking about going to the website thing, even getting a start of just saying, let's reserve that. And for the cost of $7 to $10 a year just to be able to say, I own my name. I either own my full name or I own my last name or I own my nickname. I own that online and it's mine. I pay that $7 to $10 a year. And I can start using it in very small ways. Ian, when you started with Tilty House, my understanding was is that you really started with just the email forwarding first. Then you set up your first website with it. Then you started to expand out. Now you have all these subdomains. You're running an awful lot of different sites just based on the fact of that. This isn't something that you have to jump in with both feet. No. But it's a good idea to reserve that name because that is as much a way of identifying you online or can become a way of identifying you online as much as your phone number was a unique way to identify you before we all started getting online. Exactly. It's important to own your own space online. If you want to make your own website, if you want to make a blog, if you just want to have an email address you control that doesn't associate you with Gmail or with Hotmail or anything like that, if you just want a space that you control, you've got to have your own domain name. And it's so cheap. Why not? Yeah, and doesn't have to be your name. You have TiltyHouse.com, and that's who you are. That's your production company. They're not sponsors of us, but they are Canadian. I recommend that all of our people go to Hover.com. I'm going to just have to go and register my domain before this show broadcasts so that someone else doesn't steal it. Oh, that, that's always the way, isn't it? So, for the most powerful man in Canada, this has been Top Tech. I'm Johnny Blakebro. I'm iHorner at TiltyHouse.com. And I'm Brendan Beach, Deary.com. <laughs>
Thanks for joining us. The most powerful men in Canada would love to hear from you. Please contact us by visiting our website at toptech.tiltyhouse.com if you have any comments or if there are any subjects you'd like us to cover in a future show.